Hello and welcome back to the Callum Watson Show. Today being the fifth of June, July two thousand, the fifth of July, two thousand and twenty-one. That's two days following a very important English football match in Euro two thousand and twenty or slash two thousand and twenty-one. Today was the day that it was announced, or, well, this is according to BBC News, Boris Johnson announces his plan for living with COVID, which is a year too late, but better late than never, Boris. So, this is, getting this information from BBC News, uh, face masks, Face masks will no longer be legally required and distancing distancing rules will be scrapped at the final stage of England's COVID lockdown roadmap. This is from the 19th of July. Boris Johnson has confirmed the rule of six inside private homes will be removed and work from home guidance abolished as 16 months off on off. What does that say? Of, oh. 16 months of on-off restrictions on daily lives will end. Uh, and this will be... F- okay, it does say it's confirmed. However, it does say this will be confirmed on the 12th of July in exactly a week's time. Uh, further updates on school bubbles, travel and self-isolation will follow the coming days. Mr Johnson told that. This is going on a little bit. So essentially, it's the end of all COVID restriction. I think travel restrictions will still be on. I'm not entirely sure what uh, UK Amber list countries. I'm not entirely sure what countries are on and what constitutes. So I think a green country. I don't even know if we have any green countries. Okay, this is what they are. Red list countries and territories. What you must do if you've been to a country or territory on the red list in the 10 days before you arrive in England. If you've been in a country or territory on the red list in the last 10 days, you will only be allowed to enter the UK if you're British or Irish national or you have residence in the UK. Okay, so I'm not actually sure. Okay, yeah, so it's quarantine and a test. But it does say you sh- just shouldn't travel to them. So you're looking at, in case you're planning a holiday to Afghanistan, unfortunately, you're going to have to put that on ice to next year. Uh, Angola, Argentina. But I haven't heard of that country, Bahrain. I, I've heard the name, couldn't tell you where it was. Bangladesh, Bolivia, going on. Okay, this seems to be... Pretty much, every, it's better to say what's not on the red list by the look of it. Ambulance countries and territories. What you must do if you've been an ambulance uh, country, uh, you must follow these rules even if you have been vaccinated. I'd heard something about if you're vaccinated, you don't have to quarantine if you've had two doses. Okay, before you travel to in England, you must take a COVID test Book and pay for two-day and eight-day COVID-19 travel tests. Not that sure what it's asking. So, quarantine at home or in the place you're staying for 10 days. And is that on arrival? That's on arrival to England. 
take COVID-19 test on or before day two on or after day eight. So you're still going to have to quarantine in uh, Amber. So probably just might as well not bother. Countries moving to the red list. Okay. The Amber list. Okay. Again, a lot of countries. Too many to seemingly more uh, countries on the Amber list than there actually are in the red list. Green list countries. This is what information you might actually find useful if you're planning a holiday. Before you travel to England, you must take a COVID test on arrival in England. Take a COVID test. Now, you don't need to quarantine. Okay, Anguilla. That might move there, apparently. Antarctica, just in case you was going to go there. Australia, Bermuda, British Virgin Islands, I think they're probably quite nice. Falklands, a lot of uh, British overseas territories and countries we've got good links with, like New Zealand, Australia. Sing nowhere of any particular note. Yeah, and this is always constantly moving. How long this is actually going to go on for? Not entirely sure. I don't understand. Okay, I can't. I do get it. Um, if you've done the test, you still need to quarantine just in case it's in its incubation. Can you test positive in the incubation period? I don't know, but yeah. So the green countries are essentially the only ones you can. Are worth traveling to unless it's or are worth traveling to for a holiday and there's not a lot on there to be honest okay so we'll move on from that is from bbc news is the use of jetpacks finally about to take off Lee Coates says that when you speed through the air wearing a jetpack, it feels as if you're able to fly like a super, and it's a cool-looking jetpack. It's not like there's been jetpacks in the past, but they look pretty dorky. They don't look great. This one looks pretty cool, if I'm honest. It's an incredible feeling. Okay, yeah, this is this is from fund a screenshot from a fundable James Bond film from. I think 1968 or no, uh, 1969, that late 60s. Did James Bond actually have his own jetpack or was it? Yeah, apparently James Bond had his own jetpack. I couldn't remember him actually using it. I thought it was uh, a villain one. A villain had it. Okay, so apparently the military are testing them. I don't know what advantage you'd gain using a jetpack over a drone. Really, I'm gonna suppose you suppose you can use it as like a, a a way for humans to escape places in a way. You can still get shot down, but you certainly don't need to be a trained aviator or an existing pilot. In fact, that sometimes slows people down because they have to unlearn a bunch of things. I don't know who said that, uh, Mr. Mayman. Yeah, they're um. Interesting things. What actually the point is, because I mean, in a few years, drones are just going to take over all military things, even 
I'd imagine at some point, how plausible is it that we're not going to have drone soldiers? Do I think I don't think drone soldiers are a good idea. Maybe if they're controlled purely by an individual, so one person to one drone, because that's I mean to me that's the way that you would avoid um well the Terminator. I mean that's Stephen Haw what was Stephen Hawking Stephen Hawking King AI quote. He literally, he this is one, so it's not, it's, yeah, so if you can allow AI to control it, I think that's going to be, I mean, it is such a movie trope, robots taking over, but it's plausible, because it's, is it, I don't, well, I'm not an expert at the end of the day, but it seems, it seems like a stupid risk to take. I've, this is what is, this Stephen Hawking, I fear that AI may replace humans altogether. Hawking believed that humans may lack the skills as a species to stay alive amidst the challenges of climate change, population, burden and misuse of technology. So, he put a little warning out. Okay. Apparently, that's not a Stephen Hawking quote, that's just a random one. So, how close are we to this? to these I've heard no talk of it so yeah it seems to be drones controlled by an individual is it also true they use I think it's the submarines they use um like an Xbox controller I think it was an Xbox 360 at the time that I saw this or the time that this article came out it was that they use an Xbox 360 controller to control parts of the submarine because it's like to a lot of people it just feels so natural and you don't thing is if you use an xbox controller and you you commonly use an xbox controller you don't really think about what you're doing anymore you just press the buttons and it's so natural but i feel like when it comes to like the kind of controls you would have on a submarine it would be very unnatural and you'd probably just never get used to it but if you can use I mean, why can't you just use an Xbox controller to control anything? Why can't you do that in a car? Um, is there a reason that you can't do that in a car? I don't. I mean, I suppose an electric car. I don't see why not. Uh, an anal, an is it? Do you call an a motor controlled car or motor powered car a deep petrol car a analog car now is that what you call it what's the definition of analog log definition using signals in info okay so that's definitely not what it is i was thinking yeah because i was thinking you have a digital clock and an analog clock and the difference between them is that one's physical and one's not i've been using the word analog wrong in a few different <laughs> uh, situations there but uh, a, a conventional car, a petrol-powered car, petroleum-powered car. But I can't even remember what I was talking about, man. Yeah, okay, I'll move on from that. So the next thing is, this is from Men's Health, because I went on there. Man suffers... Car- I, I hate Men's Health, by the way. 
Oh, I just think there's so much. Have you seen that gym and fridge on YouTube? So let's have a look who they've got. YouTube.com. Men's Health. This gym and fridge series is the stupidest thing ever. Because they don't have... It's like... Ha it insert random person. Let's see what's in there, gym and fridge. But it's like... Why would you want to know? Okay, this is playing one of the videos now. Okay, Mark Wahlberg. Maybe you want to see what's in his gym and fridge. Kevin Hart. Do I want to know his nutrition? Not really. There's quite a few people. Okay, Tom Brady. People might... Uh, I'm not that familiar with who Tom Brady is. Supposedly, he's a good American football player. I don't know if he's... Because, I mean, nobody else else. And Met, this is also what annoys me about Americans is that they think American football is significant. It's not. If you go outside of America, nobody knows. Nobody can name a team, hardly. I know the Dallas Cowboys. I know... I've heard of the, the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins. I don't even know what they're called now. But nobody knows. No, oh, the Raiders as well, just because that's... Uh, sort of popular culture with the I mean I feel like a lot of English people if you said oh, what's this logo and you showed them the Oakland Raiders badge they would think it was like a brand they wouldn't probably wouldn't even realise it, it was an American football team I think to, yeah and if you win the NBA you're apparently a world champion you're the world champion of a lot of America of uh, uh, one country or maybe even Canada, so two. I think Canada plays in some of their leagues. But, okay, Kevin Gates, pretty sure he was a rapper that was big like five years ago, or had one song five years ago. Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe we wanted to know what he was eating in his prom. Do we want to know about which almond milk and vegan fake sausages he, may, he eats nowadays? I'm not. I'm not really bothered if I'm honest. He did. I actually do remember that video, and he did show you how to make. Or was it that video? I can't remember. It was a video. He, he it was a recent one where he's showing you how to make a a good protein shake with cherry juice, banana, and an egg. But he puts the whole egg in, which I tried following watching that video. Don't put the whole egg in. When I say the whole egg, I mean. Uh, white yolk and shell just didn't crack it. Don't do it. There's too many bits in the bottom. Okay, Ziggy Marley. I don't really know. Is Ziggy Marley got a good physique? Is he a fit guy? I'm not imagining he him as much of a. Skimming through the video, he's just wearing a coat. He's not. He's wearing. It might be a hoodie, but it looks like a windbreaker coat. And he's wearing that. And he's doing battle ropes and stuff. And just wearing like an actual coat. <laughs> like as in a wind, like mate, like a waterproof coat. Has he shown us? Maybe that's a sign that he's not a particularly fit guy. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of rappers. Charlie Puff. Or is it poof? Mate, I don't know. Should we see what he's doing? Is he... Okay. 
nobody wants to look. I mean, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but wise he's not in a position to give advice in relation to physique training or fitness training. Jason Derudolo, Derulo, I did, I always call him Derudolo. Turns out it's Derulo. I think he is actually in really good shape. I've, I remember seeing some. I mean, we've all seen those Jason Derudolo uh, TikToks that are so super cringe. But why does he need to be on TikTok? I mean, if he's going to make... I just think any celebrity TikToks are so bad. I think the best TikToks are just the ram- the ones that are like super viney. If you if you get one like oh that that could have been a vine, I feel like that's they're the kind of TikToks you want. It's basically like an extended format of vine in a way, isn't it? He's got a very flashy house, Jason Derulo. I don't really remember any Jason Derulo music other than the Jason Derulo bit at the beginning. Skimming through the video, Miguel. Don't know who that is, to be honest. It might be one of the, the Migos. Kevin Smith. If it's the Kevin Smith I'm thinking of, I'm imagining quite a fat dude. Well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe just wears clothes. Yeah, this guy, the comic book writer. Okay, apparently he had a heart attack and lost £58. See, £58 doesn't sound like a lot to me. Because I don't understand pounds, but if you put that in kilos, what's that? Twenty twenty-five kilos or something? That's actually um I mean twenty-five kilos is a, you're a different person. You are a different person. Twenty-five kilo. If I lost I mean if I lost twenty-five kilos, how much would I weigh? Uh um uh, no, this is very some basic math. Sixty-three kilos, I wouldn't exist at six foot one. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Maybe maybe this guy's in a position to give uh, anecdotal advice. Uh, the video doesn't seem to show an actual gym. It seems to be just his fridge. John Park. This is going on a bit now. Going on about this Macklemore. Patrick Schwarzenegger, which one is Arnold's son who makes the TikToks? Because I do enjoy those TikToks. It's not Patrick. Or maybe it is. The name Patrick. Yeah, um, the name Patrick rings a bell. But with the the guy that makes the TikToks. But I'm looking at this guy and it's definitely not him. And it's recent as well, so it's not like he's... uh, I don't know. I feel like his name's... I'm pretty sure the username is Patrick Smithness. So, I don't know. Maybe he's got two sons called Patrick. I don't know why. I mean, that's just going to be... Confusing. I mean, I know he's got a lot of illegitimate kids, but I'm assuming because they've got his name, they are Maria's kids, or his, uh, his, the kids from his nuclear family, now divorced family. But 
Okay, we'll move on from that. I can't even remember how I got to that. Oh, because I was banging on about men's health. This is an article from Men's Health, even though I've just sort of slighted their YouTube channel. Man suffers cardiac arrest after drinking 12 cans of energy drinks every day for a year. And the energy drinks aren't cheap, is the thing. How much is in it? Like, in the UK, they're like one pound, one uh, like 120, are they? I hope he was economical and uh, went for a multi-pack. So 12 times 365... That's 4,380 energy drinks times by £1.2. That's 5.256k on energy drinks. Which, I hope you had a high-paying job. A pub owner from Hull is warning people about the dangers of energy drinks. You're warning me? He's warning... He's warning... People, he should be. Nobody's stupid enough to do what this guy's actually done. I mean, fair enough. Maybe you can lose track. Okay, yeah, he 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 has actually bought the uh, twenty-four can multi-pack, so he has been quite economical. It's still expensive though. I don't know how much one of those multi-packs would cost. He's fifty-five years old. He would drink between 8 and 12 drink energy drinks a day. And he didn't have a clue there was anything. So how many milligrams of caffeine? Is it like 200 milligrams of caffeine in one of those? And if he's drinking it, let's say, if he's the owner of a pub, normally those guys will be literally there from open to close. So let's say that's 12 hours, maybe. It might be more, to be fair, so... And then he's having one every hour. So he's probably spreading that out enough that he got away with it for a while. But then obviously over the long term, just... I mean, I don't drink energy, energy, energy... Oh, that's a tongue twister. Any energy drinks anymore at all. Because, I mean, one, they're expensive. And two, it's artificial caffeine which apparently is worse. I don't really know. I mean, I'll get my caffeine now from uh, green tea. Green tea. Supposedly green tea. I think green tea is a bit of a hippie thing, if I'm honest. Like the hippie, hippie vegan fitness people. But, yeah, so this went on for about a year. So we did this for a year. Doctor told me energy drink consumption was the choice. Yeah, it's as if okay. So fair enough. If he's if he's a pub owner, I'd imagine he's a very busy man and he's just lost track of how many he's drinking. But I hope they were sugar free as well. Outside, I'm sure he'd be piling on the pounds of all that sugar. How many sugar? How much? There's got to be thirty grams of sugar in one of those. So three hundred sixty grams of sugar, and he spent fifty eight days in hospital. And he had heart and kidney failure. Yeah, so I'd imagine... So the kidneys are the ones that uh, filter everything out. So I'd imagine that the caffeine... it's uh, The artificial caffeine should... Uh, obviously take in a toll. Or maybe just the microscope... Uh, like the micronutrients in there was taking a toll. So... 
this is supposedly the benefit of the green tea improves brain function so i'd imagine that's a bit of a clickbaity thing and what they actually there's more detail below but what i'm what i'm going to assume is that this is just talking about an elevated um cognition from taking in caffeine is the green tea really make it into the final drink which tea is polyphene oh maybe it is actually good for your brain what are polyphenols a category of plant compound various health benefits types flavonoids feeling not gonna lie i don't understand any of this stuff so we'll, we'll backtrack maybe i was wrong about the this is, in fact, this is from Healthline, which, as far as I know, is quite a credible thing. Fat loss. This, okay, so. Oh, no, I was reading the wrong thing. May improve brain function. Boost brain function. Yeah, because it's known as a, yeah. I, see, I was right. So, I mean, it was only me that had called myself wrong, actually. So, increases fat burning. Straight away. I haven't read the actual part of the... I'm just going to assume, before they do it, I'm going to make the assumption, or isn't it, is it an assumption? I think it's more of a deduction that that's, again, a clickbait, and they're just talking about, well, I don't know, or something that's so minor, but then they're making a big deal of it, out of it, which a lot of things do. You look into the ingredients for any fat, uh, burning supplement green tea will be there yeah boost metabolic rate which pretty sure all caffeine does as it's laxative antioxidants may lower the risk of some cancers what's an antioxidant because uh, so my take on toxins in the body you put something in let's say alcohol because it's common and there's probably a lot of research on it put it into the body and then you piss and you sweat it out and that's kind and that's seemingly how it works and it's i don't think is there such thing as an antioxidant maybe if it's caffeinated it will f make you flush things out quicker but you're probably better off with water or just two pints of water rather than a cup of green tea Oxidative damage, green tea, powerful antioxidant. Supposedly it can stop or reduce the risk of breast cancer, prostate cancer and colorectal cancer. Co colorectal cancer or any type of bowel cancer. I don't know if that's just another word for bowel cancer. Sounds like one of the worst things. Shitting yourself to death seems like a bad way to go, so... Okay, actually, analysis for 29 studies showed that those drinking green tea were around 42% less likely to develop colorectal cancer. This is actually, uh, so what do they call it when you, you analyse different studies? But if it's from 29 different studies, but I think if, if people are drinking green tea, it probably means they're also having a good diet. So a pinch of salt with that one. May protect the brain from aging, really, will it? Alzheimer's. It doesn't actually say why, or is there any evidence for it? 
Yeah, it just tells you what Alzheimer Alzheimer's is. Okay, several studies show that the catechin compounds in green tea can have various protective effects on the neurons in... Okay, fair enough. Maybe this isn't clickbait. May reduce bad breath. Type 2 diabetes. May prevent cardiovascular disease. May help you lose weight. May help you live longer. The bottom line. Okay. So maybe green tea is quite good. I've been drinking a little. So it doesn't state how much you should have a day. So in order to achieve such benefits. But maybe I was wrong. Okay, I've actually gone through these in the wrong order. Because I'd seen the re- the energy drink article. And uh, wanted to find out about synthetic caffeine. I haven't read the article. But. Uh, who's it from? This is from True Protein, which seems like a company who's probably selling pre-workout, actually. It looks like they're selling supplements, but like maybe good ones or ones that are more natural based. I can't actually see our oh, pre-workout. There you go. So many people putting themselves in danger with pre-workout online. Okay, so they are selling pre-workout. Per 100 grams. It's got a lot of protein in it for pre-workout. 19.7 grams of protein in a 25 gram serving of pre-workout. But why do you need that? Okay, go back to the article I was on. I wanted to know about artificial caffeine. I've gone through this in there. So, is caffeine bad for you? Yeah, I need to go through this. This is from trueprotein.com.au. Caffeine is an athletic booster. And then there's an advert for their for their pre-workout. Natural caffeine, naturally occurring in plants. We know this. Synthetic caffeine. So, so the first line is synthetic caffeine was first developed by the Nazis during World War Two. So, if if you weren't quite sure about pre-workout, maybe that's just something to not have any. No, not necessarily. But embargoes prevented them from being obtaining from obtaining various goods. Caffeine included with a synthetic. Another word that I hate. Synthesized version was created to keep supplies available. Okay, so they've just problems with the synthetic caffeine industry. So this they're selling this stuff, but they seem to be given quite okay. No, they're just selling stuff. But uh, seemingly they found a gap in the market for like more natural based supplements. So fair enough. As many. This is uh, from a section entitled Problems with the Synthetic Caffeine Industry. As many global companies require enormous supplies of caffeine as an ingredient in many foods. Yep, so essentially saying they're producing it in a lab because of the huge quantities that they need. Is it bad? Does it say anything about it being bad? We can assume it's... 
I mean, straight away, if anything's synthetic, you're probably better off with the real thing. Such as Coca-Cola. Apparently, you make a load of it. Apparently, it's absorbed much faster. Providing a quicker spike and therefore a quicker crash. Is barely distinguishable on a molecular level. It is the way which the synthesized version is produced that can prompt concerns. Okay, undergoes many steps, which is removed. Okay, so there's a lot of chemistry stuff here that I don't really understand, but I've heard it's probably. Ba- I mean, yeah, that uh, that bar guy, the pub owner. Had, had kidney failure. Um, if we can assume, I mean, we can probably assume that taking in such quantities of artificial caffeine is bad for you. And there's also, obviously, if you've been on TikTok in the last in the last year, probably seen a lot of people draw skipping pre-workout. There's a TikToker that had like a massive cocktail of multiple pre-workouts and you always see people like trying a legal pre-workout for the first time what a legal pre-workout is is probably just something that's not quite licensed but so oh yeah it is technically illegal i suppose but why bother just have a cup of coffee i don't understand why people need to or just take a double espresso okay we do know from what we've just read it's not technically as effective but if you go to the gym you're there you're probably better you're probably better off looking after your body i mean how many would you rather be what's that paul dillett that bodybuilder as soon as he retired just looked like a fat middle-aged man or would you rather be sylvester stallone a guy who kept a good physique throughout his entire life. He'd probably rather be Sylvester Stallone and even... I mean, he'll probably look good to the grave. I mean, really, he looked bigger than he ever has. It's quite... I mean, supposedly shooting up all kinds of uh, uh, hormones in order to uh, maintain... I mean, you, at that age, I know a lot of, like, you can go to life extension clinic clinics and they'll give you testosterone replacement therapy which as i understand it is basically giving you steroids in order to bring your testosterone levels up to its baseline so you're essentially just becoming um having the testosterone levels of a young man again and then you cannot uh, i think what sylvester stallone has supposedly been taking is growth hormone that's why his midsection looks so thick, even though he's ripped. If you look at Eddie Hall, he's he's good midsection. He's got a stick, but he looks like a fat dude. And it's supposedly, if you take growth hormone, your organs will expand, basically make you look fat like that. I mean, what's that? I think everyone's seen that video of the uh, the bodybuilder. I think. The first bodybuilder, prominent bodybuilder to have this was called Palumbo, so it's now known as Palumboism. When you get that big fat, or not even fat, but big round like pot belly, and it's obviously not 
I mean, bodybuilding's gone down a strange route. I mean, if you look at Steve Reeves, you're looking at a guy who's literally measured every part of his body in order to get it all in the exact proportion that he planned. But then you look at, if you go to the 70s, you see, they're, kind, they're doing the same thing. They're just trying to stay in proportion, get the shoulder to waist ratio, get a decent tape, get a decent uh, expansion of the legs. Just, I mean, they were kind of just like, uh, do everything with the upper body and just make the legs and the calves look decent is essentially the way it seemed that they were doing it in the Silver Era, which is the sort of, well, I think that's the Silver Era, they go 1970, which is Arnold's first Mr. Olympia title. And then through to, I think they set, so I think when, I think it was 75 that he retired, but then he obviously came back in 1980. But then obviously that was controversial. And the year after where Franco Colombo won it was obviously controversial as well. But yeah, I think so they say 70 to 75, but. Not that it's not. There's obviously uh, Chris Bumstead. He's obviously massively popular now. He's uh, not one of those. Uh, not one of those. Um, he's a classic physique, so he's essentially trying to achieve the seventies look. But I think that should make um, some kind of category for. I mean, essentially men's physique, but like why? They should make a Grecian physique category. And if you don't want the Grecian physique, it's essentially the Steve, Steve Reeves physique. And it's just trying to nail down those exact proportions. I mean, well, yeah. bodybuilding as a sport, like, I don't... what well, I wouldn't personally want to compete. I understand strength sports, but it's kind of... It's kind of weird. Like, is, is it weird? No, I don't think it's weird. I just think it's... It's a strange pursuit to me. Even though when I was younger, a couple of years ago, I obviously wanted to do that, but it's just it's a very strange pursuit. I understand wanting to build your body that way, but to do the show, the actual show part of it, to me is quite strange. I mean, if you look at what's on the open category, it's just a complete freak show. I mean, if you look at Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, those, and Dorian Yates, though, I mean, Dorian Yates, I suppose, was the first guy to become that proper. I mean, who was the. Was it Sergeny Bray, that first? He was. He looked like. If he came out the same time. As uh, like in the nineties, I know Sergio Bray is the guy with actual good physique. Sergio Oliva is the guy I'm thinking of. That guy, I mean, if anything, he's got the like the actual development of the the mass monster. I mean, I think he's got a better physique than Arnold, if I'm honest. Much bigger arms, much bigger uh, overall body, and then also got the thin waist. And I think he's uh, his son. Is uh, I don't know if he's competing or whether he's just training. I've seen a few things of him on YouTube, but it's yeah, he definitely looks better than Arnold. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe he doesn't have quite have the biceps, but yeah, 
I mean, one of the most, the guy I mentioned, Serge Nubray, one of the most aesthetics physiques of the time, maybe even better than Arnold himself. Like, if you look at that guy, just look at his delts. If you've, if you search this guy, my God, maybe, is he as good as that? I don't, I think the thing with Arnold is he just used to win because he was Arnold, essentially. And he had the personality and the reputation, and that's the reason that he uh, dominated. Not that he wasn't a good bodybuilder or anything, but it's like, it's, if you look at, if you compare him, uh, Serge Nubray, Sergio Oliva to Arnold, it's like, who is Arnold? He shouldn't be in the equation if it wasn't for his personality, in my opinion. Maybe so. I mean, I think the things Arnold has over these guys is the chest for definite. The chest. I mean, if it wasn't for that chest and the bi- and the shape of his biceps, I think that he probably just wouldn't even be. He'd be a third place. He'd be the third place act back in those days. Okay, been on for like 45 minutes now. Time to wrap it up. So please subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes if you can. You can't like these, so I wouldn't bother trying. So thank you for listening. See you next, next episode.